Robin Williams. Yes, yes. Welcome back to the Real Talk Podcast. Do you want to talk about movies? <laughs> I fucking joke. Yep. I'm joking. No, do you want to talk about movies? Yes. No, oh. you, I'm, you're supposed to answer. Whatever. Do you want to talk about movies or not? Uh, yeah, I want to talk One about Robin I'm... Williams movies. You know those memes of like, it'll be like, for Squid Game, it'll be like, would you like to play a game with me? No, directed by. <laughs> oh yeah. Do you guys? Do you want to talk about you, movies? You, no, no. Our socials just show off. I think we made that joke before. <laughs> we should do it one day for April Fools. Oh yeah, it'll be a one-second podcast, <laughs> and it'll be like what? Or no, what no, no it's, it's like fifty minutes, but we only have ten seconds worth of video, and then the rest <laughs> of it's just a thumbnail. Like, <laughs> <laughs> what if that's the video that gets us trending? I think it might. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, that's. That's besides the So point. Robin freaking Williams, rest in peace. Robin, uh, rest in peace. I remember the day that um, he passed away, I was doing homework and mm-hmm. my sister just said like, Robin Williams passed away. Like he, he died. And immediately I was like, no, like I couldn't believe it. Like to me, it just didn't sound right. I was like, I no, no, no. And I had to look it up. I'm like, fuck. Yeah. It was, it was unfortunate. It was a sad day. It was, yeah, it's always unfortunate when somebody passes. And, mm-hmm. you know, it, it, you know, I, I was not in a position though where I was like huge into his films at that time. I think the only films I'd seen, I'd seen half of, uh, yeah. what's it called? Um, Mrs. Doubtfire. Mrs. And Doubtfire. I'd seen Aladdin. That's it. And I didn't even know he was in, Al- in Aladdin. Yeah. Cause I was a kid. You know, I was no, yeah. when he passed. You don't really think about voice actors or actors when you're eight years old. Like, yeah. Like, we know who Alec Baldwin is, but, like, I'm pretty sure when we were eight, we don't give a shit. Like, who the fuck is that? Like, exactly. Okay. But, um, yeah, no, he was fantastic. Like, yeah. the way he brought... The, it, his way of acting was so much more distinct compared to other actors, because mm-hmm. you you think of, like, Michael Keaton, and, like, he plays yeah. Batman a certain way, and he plays Beetlejuice a certain way. Yeah. You know, you think of a lot of these actors, and you see them as, like, oh, that's that's Batman or, oh, that's Superman. But Robin Williams was always just Robin Williams and not in a bad way where he was doing the same thing in every film. Mm-hmm. It was like his, his personality and his, just the, just his whole vibe just connected with all of his characters. He had a certain way of doing comedy and like just yeah. a certain like childlike innocence that kind yeah. of blended into every film he was in. Yeah. Every movie was just, it's, his name's not Patch Adams. His name is not whatever. His name is Robin Williams. Yeah. You know, and I think that was, that made him really special. It's, it's impressive to see like his career from when he first started in the seventies to like up until he passed away. Cause, um, I don't know if you ever heard of the show Mork and Mindy. No. That was like the show that he like broke out as a, as an actor, as a star. Mm-hmm. And during that show run, like I, I only saw a couple episodes or whatever. He played like an alien you know, nanu nanu type of thing. You'll understand when you get the chance to watch the show. But I feel like in the show, going to show me this after we wrap up filming. Uh, well, depends on how much time we have in terms yeah. of um, just discussion and uh, overall stuff. But yeah, no, like that. The show is when he started in the seventies, and he went through a lot of um, addiction, yeah. drug addiction, and stuff during that time. And I think overall in his career, it, it wasn't all sunshine and rainbows. But I think after he passed away, people noticed that more from archives of his videos and friends talking about him and stuff. And it was very unexpected because of the fact that he hit it so well um, to the public, but more on, but more on his like performances. Well, I think it's also important to acknowledge that because I think I've told you this before. Yeah. The thing about mental health is just mental illness is that it really just sneaks up on you. You never see it coming. You can never Mm -hmm. see all this stuff happening. Yeah. 
it's important to acknowledge that because, you know, some days you'll be fine and some days it's just out of nowhere. You're just sitting at your desk at work and then all of a sudden you're overcome by something. And that's the, mm-hmm. that's the scary thing about mental illness. Yeah. It just comes out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. You know, speaking as somebody who struggles with it himself, mm-hmm. it just it just comes out of nowhere. And I think yeah. it's very important that we acknowledge that because, you know, you can't just tell somebody, you know, oh, toughen up or calm down oh, or yeah. feel better. It's like, what's going to happen? You know, those memes of like... yeah. When my friend tells me to f- just just don't be sad, and my <laughs> my uh, tear goes back into my eye. Yeah, get that, like that. get back in there, tear. It's like yeah, that's it's as ridiculous as that. You yeah, know, it just doesn't work that way. And um, mine, you yeah. never would have seen it coming until like you see the aftermath, and you look back, and you're like, oh yes, I can see now. Mm-hmm. But but the mind is very complex, and yeah. you can't just assume that you'll know every answer, mm-hmm. especially coming from another person's perspective, because the only perspective you would really know for sure is your own. And mm-hmm. even then it gets a little muddled depending on the situation that you're in. Yeah. And you know, I mean, uh, that, that applies to all of us, you know, we're all human. Yeah. Um, let's, let's try to be more optimistic. There's, let me, for anybody that might be listening, that's struggling with it. Therapy is not overrated. It really helps. Mm-hmm. You got to find a therapist though, that like really matches you. Yeah. My therapist is fantastic. I love her. That's good. So that's all I want to say about that. But mm-hmm. Robin Williams movies always make me feel better. And so mm-hmm. when we started doing this podcast, when we first decided we might start doing a podcast, I began watching more movies because I was like, yeah, I need to kind of catch up with Matthew mm-hmm. with how many movies he watches. So one of the movies I watched was Patch Adams. And mm-hmm. that's probably one of the best movies I've seen all year. It just made me feel so happy. You that's know, I good. just got such a good feeling from it. And that's really like... Uh, that's something I really appreciate about Robin Williams' film filmography. You know, a lot of his movies just make you feel good. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, what are what are your thoughts? Well, I I agree, but I'll, I'll like diving in more into it. Like, yeah, go for it. I really liked. Um, he went for a comedic approach in one movie and a serious approach in another. Mm-hmm. And a lot of actors that do that, you can tell that oh, they're definitely not good in one area. They're more specialized in the other. And it, that's the thing I, I always see from actors is like, you can kind of tell, but with Robin Williams, like he perfected it. Like yeah. he knew how to like steal a show, steal the scene type yeah. of thing. Like oh, oh, one movie that always stood out was Insomnia. He plays like a serial killer in that one. Yeah. And uh, it stars Al Pacino. He uh, plays a detective Pacino. And uh, it you was- know how I feel about Al Pacino. I know. It's a good one. It's directed by Christopher Nolan. It's probably his most what? underrated because nobody know. ever talks about it. Everyone oh. talks about like the prestige, Inception, and all oh, those. Oh man, I know what I'm doing. Oh, you're going you're gonna to gonna check wa- that out? I'm definitely, it's a Christopher Nolan movie with Al Pacino and, and Robin, Robin Williams. Williams. Yeah. That sounds like gold. It is. It's a very good one. That, Who wrote it? Um, it wasn't Nolan. It was actually um, a completely different writer. It was mm. a script on its own. It was a. It's an American remake of a Swedish film that has a similar type of premise, where the detective talks with a serial killer. And I don't want to get too much into it. Because yeah, don't spoil it. For there's me. a lot of twists and turns, but I'll just give you that info. Yeah. Um, oh, but yeah, wow. Robin Williams was good in that. He was in another film called One Hour Photo, which he was a really disturbing um, creep that was following a family. And mm-hmm. the way he did was by looking at pictures of them and knowing where they were. Yeah. Very well. creepy. But compare that to like <laughs> uh, Mrs. Doubtfire. Yes. <laughs> Hello. Hello, Mrs. Doubtfire. Like, that's what I mean is like, that's the range that he had. Yeah. Yeah. And he did it so like nonchalant. Yeah. And uh, man. So let's think about some movies. Like, I think, probably one of my favorite Robin Williams movies 
and I feel like we've mentioned this in one of our earlier episodes was Goodwill Hunting. Yeah. I like I'm eternally grateful to my dad for putting me onto that movie. That's one of my dad's favorite movies, probably my dad's favorite movie of all time. Mm-hmm. And for a while I kind of like just I didn't really care to watch it. Yeah. And then I remember it was when I was in first year in uh, university and I couldn't sleep. So I decided I'll watch some movies that are on my to watch list. And I decided mm-hmm. to watch Goodwill Hunting. Yeah. And I watched it at 3.5 times speed. <laughs> Why? <laughs> I was just trying to see how fast I could go. I had, I wa- I got up to four, being able to watch movies at four times speed. I watched the entire season, an entire season of How I Met Your Mother in like two hours. That sounds like hell. It's you know I, I've I was, I've tried watching videos on like double the speed, and I just pause it five seconds. And I'm like, no. Well, I watch all my videos at two times speed now. Why? Because you can just watch more. What the fuck? <laughs> A lot of my friends are just like, oh, you're doing that to be more productive, right? I'm like, nah, it's just like a waste more time. That's like the equivalent of saying like, ooh, I can eat uh, f- more meals in a day if I just blended it all together and drank it. <laughs> it's like that's the equivalent to me. You just. Described my dinner. Oh no! My dinner is literally a protein shake with just a bunch of stuff in pr- with protein powder, uh, peanut butter, yeah. not coffee. That was I used to drink it for breakfast, and I throw coffee mm. in as well. But now I drink it at night. Mm. Yummy! It's, it's a six hundred calorie shake. Yeah. Well, back to Goodwill Hunting. Yeah, it's one of my favorite films. Yeah, and I remember we were talking. I, I don't know if we mentioned this in the episode or if this was just us conversing afterwards about that Goodwill Hunting two thing. hunting season. Hunting season. Oh yeah, I showed Josh that. What was the uh, apple sauce? Apple bitch. sauce. Bitch. <laughs> what, what was the, the, the so it's like so how do you like them apples and I was like I don't like the some damn apples Will what are we gonna do <laughs> it's like Jake is like yeah it's hunting season then he gets a shotgun yeah. and blows the fuck out of that guy from the apple first one applesauce bitch applesauce bitch a classic scene from Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back yeah um, yeah I showed that to my dad I think that next the next weekend I visited my parents yeah and I showed it to my dad immediately, and my dad was dying. <laughs> now I read shit you haven't even heard about. And I'm like, damn, that's like Einstein level, man. And he was like, what'd you say about Vickers? I told you when I came over. He was like, oh, I love that. <coughs> Did you, have you heard of like that whole process behind Goodwill Hunting, like how they wrote it? Well, weren't they like, room, like they were really young. They were they? really young, but there was a lot of controversy when um, the Oscars hit and they got nominated. Like Why? a bunch of uh, filmmakers, not filmmakers, but like a lot of people in the industry were like making rumors that it was a completely different writer. Oh yeah, like, and they were like, yeah. Robin Williams probably wrote it himself. Yeah, it yeah. was like, yeah, because they were like, oh, what is, uh, these mid-20-year-old kids from Boston made this? Get the fuck out of here. Yeah, It's probably Robin Williams because he's a much more established actor and performer. Yeah. And, and I mean, I can see why the skepticism would begin, yeah. but... You know, haters gonna hate. Haters gonna hate. I think they. Uh, Who cares? We got a great film. Exactly. Shut up. I think Damon and Affleck uh, wrote another film together. They didn't direct it though. I think it's The Last Duel, directed by Ridley Scott. They're both Ridley in Scott. it. Yeah, it's coming out. Oh, oh, it's not out yet. It's not out yet, but it's going oh. to be. It stars Adam Driver as well. It looks Ooh. really good. I like Adam Driver. Yeah. Like have you him. seen um? Have you seen Silence? I really want to. The Scorsese oh, one yeah, with Scorsese. Um, Adam, Driver Adam Driver and, and Andrew Garfield. And Liam Neeson. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's so good. It's so good. Uh, I, 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 you know, that was in between films because I think it was Wolf of Wall Street and then I watched The Irishman, but it was in between that. Uh, Silence. So Silence is really good. Definitely want to check that one out. I when, saw it about three times. 
Oh my God. I saw it once by myself. I saw it once with my parents and then I saw it by myself again. That's what Scorsese films do to you, man. Yeah. You watch it more than once because- You gotta. I wish Robin Williams was in a Martin Scorsese film. I think it would have been great. Yeah. But- um, Dead Poet Society was good. That, that's one movie that I haven't seen that's really acclaimed, but I just oh, yeah. haven't gotten around to watching it. Carpe Diem. Seize the day. Are you just saying quotes to me like I'm going to understand? But no, it's a good quote I, either way oh. out of context too. Seize the day. Oh, it's a very I, inspirational. I thought you said something else. I didn't hear what you said. No, it would have been. It would have been. You said we, so together that I didn't. Yeah, like carpe diem. It means seize the day. Uh, it's a very inspirational. Now it would have been weird if I just said out a random like if I stood on this couch and said, "Oh, Captain, my Captain," you'd be like, "What the fuck well, is I wrong with you, Matthew?" Is. Oh, you do. I know that. Okay, so I don't know why it's so powerful though. But I'll find that out on my on my own. It's, it's kind of like remember a few episodes ago when I kept saying Gorlami to Christian, and then we found Gorlami. out last week, and then we found out that he hasn't even seen Inglorious Bastards. Yeah. So he probably just thought I was saying gibberish. Yeah, Christian's just like, what the fuck is wrong with? I'm Josh? like quoting all these Inglorious Bastard quotes, assuming Christian's seen them. Yeah, it's now, okay. Aren't I? Dumb? You'll you'll watch it, and you're gonna enjoy it. You gotta watch it. Um. Um. But yeah, like. What is so great about Dead Poets Society? Because I don't even know what the what the plot is. Well, I just think that like the story itself, it's about like this private school where mm-hmm. uh, Robin Williams is an Robin Williams is an English teacher, and uh, he's teaching these kids in a more different way than they're mostly known for. Yeah. And the and the principal, I think, he's not fond of that. He's oh, like, no, God. no, no, you have to do it this way. And then Robin's like, no, they need to be creative. You can't be giving them the same shit that kids from 1800s read. You got to be like, why are we reading this? Why are we inspired to write shit? Why yeah. are we inspired to make art? Here's why. Let's 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 be open about ourselves. And uh, there's a particular character in the film that's uh, more highlighted than the other students. And I don't want to say too much about him, but it's. It goes into more personal oh, okay. um, things. It's very, it's very powerful, very powerful movie. Interesting. There's a lot of those, especially what Robin Williams did. And that wasn't like, he didn't just start out as comedy and then went into serious. It kind of was like a mix of, mixture of both. Yeah. Which I really love because it, it showed that no matter what, he could go from comedic to emotional Maybe even both. Yeah, like in that that famous scene in Goodwill Hunting, you Good know, hunting, yeah. where he uh, he jokes about his wife farting. Yeah, yeah. Or what? What the? What about the one in the baseball game? He talks about the famous baseball game. Yeah, and he's like running around and does running like around, yeah. physical comedy. Yeah. Like he's able to use his body. Great blocking. Yeah, great, great scene. And then he just says, "No, I wasn't at the game." Yeah, and it, I was it, talking it, with my so future wife. Yeah, transitions. Yeah, yo, that that line like completely changed my outlook on life too. I was like, what do I want to like look back on? And it's a, it's a quote that like, you yeah. know, hit me like a truck. It's, it's like he could have been there, but no, he instead chose something more personal to him, more heartfelt, more, you know, it's like, it's, it's very, and you don't really think about it until you watch it a few more times where it's just like, man, like all the scenes with him and Damon together, they really like, they really know what they're doing. Yeah. And they do it in a way that just feels natural. It doesn't feel like, Every type of scene where it's like a person talking with another person, yeah. like therapy, is like, oh, how are you doing? It's like you kind of know the beats. In this one, it was so natural. It's mm-hmm. like, what do you want to be when you grow up? And then Matt Damon says, Shepherd. And I was like, all right, get get the fuck out of here, Bo Peep. You know, <laughs> like I know when you're bullshit. I know when you're bullshitting, and I know when you're not. Yeah, it's it's clever clever moments like that in the film, and I think that's why it's probably my favorite 
Robin Williams film. Yeah. Goodwill Hunting. So let's talk about something a little bit more controversial. So yeah. before we talk about Aladdin, because that's on our list of things that oh. we want to talk about, let's talk about the remake. So what do we think about the Aladdin remake? Um, I was, I, uh, I, I feel like I'm harsh towards all the live action Disney films because I don't like any of them. Aladdin is pretty basic cookie yeah. cutter nonsense. Um, I mean, I don't think Will Smith meant to do anything insulting. Oh, no, 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 no. I don't think so. Um, but no. at the same time, his performance isn't memorable. It's nowhere near the type that Ron Williams was. No. It's, it just comes off as like it just, the studio <laughs> wanting to re- recreate something that Will Smith doesn't have that Robin Williams had. But Will yeah. Smith has his own type of thing. Exactly. And I feel like one thing, the only thing that's very similar is that they're both very wholesome and well-liked actors. Yes. Like Robin Williams was a very wholesome guy and was mm-hmm. a very well-liked guy. Mm-hmm. And Will Smith is the same. You know, he's yeah. known for being everyone likes. Who hates Will Smith, really? Yeah, exactly. And But he's different type. He's like, when I think of Will Smith, I think of like bad boys, independent. Yeah. He's like the cool guy. Yeah, he's like the cool guy you want to legend, you know? But like with Robin Williams, you don't really like get that same vibe. Like I don't see Robin Williams in like a buddy cop movie. Robin Williams had a very like childlike innocence to himself. It, it, you know? I, I wouldn't go just childlike. I would go like universal appeal with how he treated everyone which yeah. i guess could go into childlike because, because he was in a lot of kids movies he was in a lot of kids movies but also i think it's like there's like a decent amount of films where he p- literally plays a child trapped in a man's body wasn't you know, he in a was, film called jack maybe i think so yeah but there's jumanji where he plays a kid in a man's body jumanji he's in um that peter pan movie pan oh hook or Hook. Hook was so good. Oh my God. Nobody ever talks about that one. But, but that's, yeah, I think it's just because it, these those roles just really play to his strengths. He's able to be like a child in a man's body, you know? Yeah. It's kind of like, you know, how Zachary Levi is really great as Shazam. Shazam. Yeah. And it's like, at some points, I forget that there's two people playing Billy Bats, yeah. Billy Batson. Yeah. It's like just because Zachary Levi in that movie, he just does a really good job of. Be playing this like this adult but with a childlike mind that's really hard to do especially when you're an older actor because i think zachary he's in his 30s yeah but here's the difference like some actors because you watch like tom hanks and big mm-hmm. and it's like he's acting much younger than the kid that he's portraying yeah definitely you got to be careful with that because there's a difference between how a boy acts when he's eight and when he acts 12 yeah because he was like or teenager or like all the toys yeah he comes like he was you, like you kind of uh, that's like something i would do if i was seven not like because the kid was like 14 yeah in the dude, movie. i wasn't even doing that when i was 14 yeah i don't think i ever really jumped to my bed as a kid no but like you see kids do that and i'm like yeah but like not at 14 i don't think no not at all what so, was i doing at 14 I was you watching Transformers and playing with Legos and Transformer toys. Yeah. Sometimes it's as simple as that. Yeah. I was When I was 14, I was trying to get through grade nine academic math and English. Yeah. That's what I was trying to do. Uh, school is my purpose. That's that's fun. What were you doing when you were 14, Nevis? Um, I was learning more about filmmaking at St. Rock. I remember that. Wow. Whoa, what a 3D person you are. What a 3D You're so well layered. You're I like know. an onion. I'm like, onions have layers. <laughs> Donkey. Um, what a multi-layered personality you have. I like more. movies. I like make movies. Like make, hey, you I'm didn't a, do anything other than that? Um, I, I mean, played video games and I did this and that. And I, I used to, yeah, I played video games too. Um, used to go out, you know, play sports. Oh, what were your, what, what kind of sports did you play? More soccer. Really? Yeah. I fucking love soccer. Soccer's good. Soccer's yeah, I was always one. the goalie. 
That's as well as the goalie. Usually, like people who are tall and lengthy are uh, good goalies. I'm not even that tall. I'm five and like eight or five nine. Or Do you something. jump high? I can jump pretty high. There you go. I, I you I've been told off. I can jump decently high. Yeah, most goalies they can jump high or they're tall. Oh. You I just I catch. fractured my nose when I was in grade six playing Ooh. soccer. I ran into my friend's head and got a hairline fracture on my nose. Ooh, that's and rough. my mom. That's why my mom didn't want me to try for the football team in high school. Because I yeah. wanted to try it. I want to be. A, I want to go for either running back or a wide receiver. Mm-hmm. And my mom's like, no. And I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> there's there's this one so I did moment in, and yeah, there's this rum moment in Robin Williams' career. Yeah. You know those uh, Snickers ads? You're not, like, you're, you're not hungry. hungry. Yeah. There's this one with Robin Williams. And he's like the coach or whatever. He's like, all right, guys, here's what we're going to do. All right, you're going to have to jump there. I was like, wait, where are we? It's like, and then there's this one line in it where he's like, we will do this for Mother Russia. That's how Robin Williams says it as a coach. It's like, yes, yeah. like, eat a Snickers. It's like, why? It's like, you're not you when you're hungry. And I was like, <laughs> he eats it. It's like, good. And then it's like, and the actual coach is like, good. Let's go. <laughs> whatever. I was like, it's a, it's a simple commercial. Yeah. I know it's, a, it's about chocolate, but. Robin Williams, he does 110% for a 30-second oh, ad. Shit. You know what? We we really opened up this episode wrong. Why? We should have opened up it up with, Good, Good morning, morning in Vietnam! Vietnam! Yeah, we should have. Dang it! Yeah, missed opportunity. Let's just start over the episode. You yeah, know? We're gonna start it's not like we made a bunch of, we talked about a lot of stuff, you know? We're only, what, 30 minutes we, in we, or something? <laughs> yeah, we covered a lot. <laughs> but yeah, um, we can't in a, in a good way. Yeah. I think I think a lot of because I didn't want to just talk about the funny side of Robin Williams. Yeah, I'm no. glad we talked about that side. Well, yeah, because everybody knows the funny side. Everyone's like, "Yeah, Robin Williams, Mrs. Doubtfire, ha ha ha, funny." Yeah, but you know he was in other movies. And you I know love he I love his layers. humor. How yeah, I love how his humor was like. You know, he can go from childlike to like. Have you seen a stand up? I've not actually no. Ooh, I think my favorite is uh, Robin Robin Williams live on Broadway. It was a 2002 one. He talks about everything. <laughs> Like everything is hilarious. He's he has like fifty water bottles behind him. Yeah, because he knows for a fact he's gonna be like using them all yeah. in an hour. And uh, oh man, like jokes just pew, 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 pew. like they just go like super fast, and like, some you'll miss like a bunch if you don't like pay attention. But yeah, yeah it's just one reason I never watched those because I, I I'm worried that I'll just get really sad while watching it. You know, I well it depends. Like there's a lot of comedians that. I watched that it passed away and it's like, yeah, I'm, I'm sad. But at the same time, it's like, shit's still pretty funny. <laughs> I'm, I'm not going to lie. Like yeah. this is one comedian, John Panette. Mm-hmm. He passed away like a few years ago, but he was so good at what he did. Yeah. It's like the jokes that he made were just like, I, I can still like remember them like yeah. yesterday. So, so he has this very like, do we are there any other actors that we can say like nowadays that have kind of like copied his style? Not really copy, but like paid homage to his style, like in the way that they act. I feel like I don't know, maybe it's just me, but like other actors who are comedic and are serious and they're trying to do both. Maybe Steve Carell, maybe because I feel like or he's, he's blended it pretty well. John C. Riley, John C. Riley, too. Yeah, he has a pretty decent like list of comedies and then dramas, dramas, yeah. It all depends, though, because it's like some are better at dramas and some are better at comedies, depending on 
which ladder it is, but yeah. like, I don't know. I, I, I'm not a huge fan of like comparing an actor to another actor. Cause it's like, it's like being the next Brando. It's like, well, yeah. Like, well, the, I'm not saying being the next, uh, Robin Williams. I'm just saying like, yeah. have, have you seen him influence other uh, comedians? Oh, I'm sure. Other uh, actors. I mean, like yeah. how his style has influenced other actors. I think it has, what especially like people that are like our age or older. Cause you know, they watched hook, they watched the nineties. The 90s, mm-hmm. Robin Williams was big. Yeah. Especially within, like, the family demographic. Oh, yeah. It wasn't like the 80s, where the 80s, he was, like, trying out new things here and there. Like, I think Dead Poets Society was probably his most family-oriented. And even then, it has a lot of dark themes in it. Yeah. Good Morning Vietnam. Have you seen that one? I've seen bits and pieces of it. Oh, that's a good one, too. That one definitely covers a lot of, like, well, yeah, the Vietnam War. It's yeah. kind of in the title. But, you know, it's... uh. It's great because I remember seeing a video about how Robin Williams acts and it's like simple as, you know, acting is reacting. How does he react to a scene? Yeah. And, you know, his subtle differences in his development as a character. That's actually kind of how I, I approached uh, Tough. Yeah. Yeah, because when I read the script, I was thinking like, okay, if I was in this situation, let's erase Lloyd and put him as Josh. How would I feel? And that's why I had asked you like what kind of character I am mm-hmm. because I wanted to know what state of mind am I in when I'm encountering all these things, when Kelwin smashes my head into mm-hmm. the table or yeah. when I become angry at Mary and all that stuff. That's mm-hmm. how I kind of approach it. Like, how do how would I react? Yeah. And what state of mind do I start off in and then what state of mind do I end off in, mm-hmm. you know? There's a lot of, like, moments like that with any type of actor and depending on how good their performance is, is up to their passion and up to their personal, how how much of their personal life are they taking into account with this character? Yeah. So, yeah. There's a lot of ones. There's a very obscure Robin Williams film I remember. It's called Bicentennial Man. Did you ever hear about that one? I think I've heard of the original show or comic it was based on. Oh, it was like based off of something? Pretty sure. Hmm. It was um, a story about a family in the future Hmm. and they get a robot as a helper or whatever. And then this robot wants to be human. And, um... That's basically the whole story about, you know, I'm simplifying it, of course, because yeah. it's, it's a pretty lengthy movie, but it covers like his life trying to become more human. And uh, it always was weird because I was like, wow, this is like, I've never seen this and it's futuristic and it's Robin Williams. And it just reminded me of robots. Yeah. <laughs> like the, the animated movie? Yeah. Yeah. Because I was like, wait a minute, this is, he's a robot in this, but it's not cartoon, like robots, <laughs> which... A lot of people sh- should watch robots. I mean, isn't it is it not as popular as I think it is? Um, I don't. Robots is fantastic. Think so. I wish it was. Robots Nobody funniest. I hope it. I hope it makes a comeback. You know. You know those films where people watched it and then they kind of forgot about it, but now it's getting a resurgence. Like Thomas and the Magic Railroad. I was gonna say Megamind, but yeah. Oh yeah, Megamind. Megamind's too. getting big now. Oh like, yeah, almost com- as big as his mind. Yeah, yo, I, w- I gotta rewatch Mega Mind too. Oh, we'll watch it together, dude. I well, maybe the- Will Ferrell kind of. If you're talking about the John C. Riley, Steve Carell category, I think Will Ferrell could fit in there. What what serious movie? I don't think I've seen a serious Will Ferrell movie though. Uh does Stranger Than Fiction count? Don't think I've seen it. Mm. I've only seen like you know the other guys, Elf. Mm, uh, yeah. His terrible time on The Office. <laughs> Oh, he was on The Office. Oh, and he was so bad. Oh, no. Not Will Ferrell. At uh, least he was good in SNL. Yeah. It's... Yeah. D'Angelo was so bad. Damn. It's... 
He's one of the most hated characters on The Office. Really? When I first watched The Office, like when I watched it through, I it made me like see Will Ferrell in a different light for a few weeks. Like I couldn't watch any Will Ferrell content for a while. Ooh. And then I saw the other guys and I was like, okay, I'll give this guy a chance again. Yeah, I'll give him a little chance at least. Ooh. Not everything's going to be a winner. Yeah, Ooh. a bullseye. I'm trying to get a headache. Especially on these with lights. Robin. That's another thing with Robin Williams. As much as we talk about the good films, he did have some duds. Oh yeah, I mean everybody has. Did you ever you ever hear old dogs? No. Ooh, ooh that's a that's a stinker. Why? Star John Travolta, Seth Green, and Robin Williams. Robin Seth Green isn't he the uh, guy from uh, Doctor Evil? Yeah, he's uh, not Doctor Evil. Uh, awesome Powers. Yeah. Oh yeah. Doctor yeah. Evil Son. Doctor Evil Son. Exactly. Yeah. He was in it. I have the Blu-ray for it. I remember watching it a lot when I was a kid. It's basically Robin Williams and John Travolta. They're like middle-aged dads. They're like, we're still young. And it's like, no. And then they're like, we can reconnect with our kids. It's all good. Even though we're old, we we still got it. We still are family. It was a Disney movie. Oh. Oh. It was one of those. Oh. Yeah. And uh, Robin Williams tried, but... Did you like use to like it until you saw it with a more set of mature eyes? Yeah, now it's just boring. Yeah. I'm the same <laughs> way with a very specific film that I've put off talking about until now. The last Airbender movie. Is Robin Williams in that? No, but it's so bad. Oh, okay, yeah. I mean Have you ever seen it? No. I, I was I was joking with you. I was like, I think I'm gonna watch it. No. No. It's actually bringing a tear to my how terrible. It's tear. Oh my god, that movie is so bad. Yeah. Dude, I came out of the theater. I saw You saw it in theaters? Oh yeah. I, I feel bad. <coughs> you alright? I think so. You good? You gotta <coughs> oh, all right. man. there we go. Oh. You coughed that's... a hairball. That's what you got. <laughs> that's uh, how bad the movie is. That's how bad it is. You're yeah. like you're dying because <clears throat> of Oh, even... this movie. Oh, oh my, it my gave eyes. me it gave me cancer. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, um, Another Robin Williams film, Night at the Museum. Robin Williams was in Night at the Museum? Yeah, he played Teddy Roosevelt. Remember? Not me. No. What? Are you serious? <laughs> Sorry, was that too loud? It's all right. It was like, <gasps> what? I just coughed like 15 times. He was, uh, so yeah, he was Teddy Roosevelt. He was like, really? Yeah, he was talks to Ben Stiller. He was like, your job is to protect the museum. I only saw Because if anyone leaves... Before the sun rises, we turn the dust. I don't know. That's a that's a line, I guess, from the movie that I just remember because <coughs> it was night at the museum. Yeah. They made three of them. The first one was all right. I only saw the first one and I didn't even see it all the way through. Oh. I saw it every I never saw it in theaters. I only saw it every now and then when they had it on YTV. Oh yeah. I think Saturdays were movie or movie nights when YTV would have a movie. Yeah. <laughs> night at the museum, you know, I'd see a bit of it and then I'd go to have like dinner or something. Yeah. Come back. My mom's watching a soap opera now, so I didn't get to see the rest of oh. it. And then... YTV yeah. had a lot of those. Like, I remember they showed the Flintstones. Yeah. And it was like, oh, the Flintstones with John Goodman <laughs> and Rick Moranis. Yeah. And I don't know why, but like the film gave me the vibe that... Does Robin Williams make a cameo in that? Because I remember when I was little, I was like, he must have. And I looked up, I was like, nope. He seemed like he would be just randomly in the You're a cameo. Very, how young were you when you thought this? Um, I was like 12. <laughs> I knew who Robin Williams was when I was 12. Okay. I was going to say, if you're eight, like that, you're a fucking intelligent kid. No, no. I wouldn't have thought that that young. Okay. I probably would have just seen the animated films he was in, like Robots and uh, Aladdin. Yeah. 
because uh or maybe even live action like mrs dalfire but i didn't think of robin williams that way when i was eight obviously I mean, yeah i was just like oh this is a funny movie yeah and, oh it's the guy from mrs doubtfire a lot of mrs mrs doubtfire falls into that category of like um men wearing or like like being women or like you know like um like big mama's house or um you're talking about Tootsie. like a, a man playing a woman yeah 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 but what about it no it was like a thing really back then yeah there was like movies like that. It wasn't just one movie that did that. It was like some, some like it hot Tootsie and stuff like that. I've only seen Big Mama's House, Big Mama's House Two, Hairspray, mm. John Travolta. Yeah, Hairspray is fantastic. Hairspray is good. Um, but yeah, Mrs. Doubtfire was good. What was the another one? He was in so many. Let me just pull up the Jeopardy song and play that for you while you think. The category is Robin Williams. <laughs> Robin Williams for 500. <laughs> <laughs> that was good. That was good. That was a good one. Alex Trebek is... Uh, he passed. He passed away. Yeah. It's sad. Why is this such a somber episode? Yeah, because we talk about Robin Williams and he's not just funny. He's also heartfelt. He's also... He's got, he's got us all... Got it all here. He's a funny guy. He's hilarious, and uh, yeah, he's he's very he's very good at what he does. I agree. I agree. I, I don't think there's anybody that's going to disagree with you on that. Yeah, I mean, not every performance he did was amazing. I mean, he definitely like did autopilot for a lot of the movies where it was like, oh, this is just Dead Poet Society, but in this setting. <laughs> okay, how much are you paying me? All right, I'll take it. Yeah. Like you know those films, and there's nothing wrong with that. You what know? was his uh, What was his last film? Dang, it was either Night at the Museum three, or um, what was the other? It was a bad movie. It was really? it was like bad comedy, but Damn. it's because you know it was unexpected. It's not like he was like, oh, this is the movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, obviously. that's what I mean. And that's totally fine. He's been in so many good movies already. Yeah. So many distinct characters that it's like, you know, Aladdin. He managed to like do all of it improv. And the Disney animators were like, all right, we'll animate over this. Yeah. What, you're doing an impression of Robert De Niro? All right, I guess we can animate him to look more like Robert De Niro. Because, <laughs> yep. yeah, why not? So uh, a lot of his movies, like, in the comedy department, have that really feel good thing. Have that really good feel good uh, vibe to it. What other uh, feel good yeah. movies do you, have you uh, have you seen? You know, oh, there's so many. I mean, like <sighs> specifically not Robin Williams properties. Yeah. So if you say Patch Adams, I know you already took that one. Punch like, him in the nose. <laughs> punch him in the red nose. That punch him in the pecker. <laughs> punch him in the pecker. No, Robin Williams is like a. Clown, right? In that movie, it's not he's a clown, but he just wears a clown nose to, to make the kids laugh. Oh yeah. Hmm. Have you seen Patch Adams? No. Oh, you haven't? I haven't. You, you oh. got me there. Oh damn! Another got- movie that I've seen. Yeah. It's like he's at medical school. Mm. He's going to medical school. Was it based off of a real guy? I think so. Yeah. yeah. Uh, he was a. Uh, he was in medical school, and he was he was like older than a lot of the other students. He came back. And because he wanted to become a doctor and he had a very like unorthodox way of studying and, you know, he always had this really positive attitude or whatever. And he'd always try to like sneak into like say hi to the kids and make them laugh and everything. Mm-hmm. And I think the principal was the the warden from Shawshank. Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Really the guy with type, the glasses. Yeah. He's really just typecast to be the asshole. 
He's, he's also, really good at it. He's really good at being an asshole. Mm-hmm. And yeah, and I think he he just he wanted to open up something to like he, his whole thing was just he wanted to make people feel better. Yeah, you know, not just like medically, but also just you know in your soul. Was Philip Seymour Hoffman in that one? No, Philip Seymour Hoffman was in. I feel like you're thinking I, about. I the, swear he was in Patch Adams. No, he was in. How can I not remember where he's blind? Al Pacino's blind. Oh, Scent of a Woman. Scent of a Woman. Oh, Philip I Seymour Hoffman was in that. Those two up. Yeah, I mean, I get yeah. it. The whole like academic setting. Yeah. Also, this, both in the '90s. Yeah. Mm. There's this movie. Um, have you ever seen Chef? My name is Chef. <laughs> the John Favreau movie. Yes. Yeah, man. Oh, you don't get it? No. Are you trying to? My name is Jeff. Okay, so there's this inside joke. I don't know. Have you ever watched Max Mofo? Anything no. for views? Filthy Frank? Have you heard no. of any of those? Okay. I mean, I've listened, I know I've heard so, of them and I've watched a little bit of Filthy Frank. And this was back. No, it's this filthy. Is, I know, I know, I know. It's terrible. You mean Joji? <laughs> yeah, Joji, exactly. But in 2016, this is Jacob would get it. I don't know if you would, Christian, but <laughs> there was this inside joke on all these three guys. Because um, there's a scene in Chef where John Favreau says, "Hey, look, it's a meme. Hey, look, it's a meme. I'm I'm a fucking meme." And then one of the guys is like, "Have you seen Chef?" And it's like, "Why?" It's like because he says he's a fucking meme in it. And then they were like, "Have you seen Chef? Have you seen Chef?" And then it dissolved into, "My name is Chef. <laughs> My name is Chef." Oh yes, this happened back in 2014, 2015. This was like 2016. I was close. And like you saw the videos that they made, all three of them, and somewhere. On the wall, they would tape the Blu-ray of Chef just on there, just <laughs> randomly. It's a good movie. So, yeah, I, it is. That's a feel-good movie for I've, me. Well, <laughs> what happened? We've been talking for too long. It did probably the, died. Did the lights go off? This one. Oh. That one's uh, yeah. dead, though. It's okay. R.I.P. R.I.P. Light. Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Ooh. Um, no, I've seen Chef. I've seen it a few times, actually. Yeah, I know. That the movie, food is like, so makes, good. I know. It oh. makes me want to make Cubanos. Cuban sandwiches. But the only thing is I so hate good. I hate pickles. All right, take out the pickles. Well, no, but if you don't have pickles, it's not a Cubano. Well, then you don't like Cubanos then. I, <laughs> <laughs> That's usually what happens. You say no to pickles. If you, but it's not a Cubano. Then you don't like Cubanos. That's you like a Cubano without pickles. The on-campus uh, people that at the subway on campus fucking mm-hmm. loved me because every time they saw me, they're like, oh, we already know what he wants. Just a whole wheat, uh, steak and cheese with everything but pickles. You have... This is at Subway? At the Subway in the university. You order steak and cheese at Subway? Um, is that, did I just sin? No, well, I mean, if you want to bet on your life, go for it, man. <laughs> but like, geez, I, I, I just do cold cuts, man. I play it safe at Subway, especially if it's Subway. Like, that's probably... Ew. That's like... <laughs> you don't know what they put in that steak, man. That's probably like cat food or something, man. I don't fucking know. Like, I see, I see pictures of this. I it's see... It's been two years since I last had a sub at, at that Subway. So I think I'm safe now. That's good. Quiznos is superior. Out of like Mr. Sub, Subway, and Quiznos, Quiznos tops them all. All right, next episode. And you only see a, like two of them now. Next episode, we're doing a fast food tier list. Quiznos is like the blockbuster of subs <laughs> places. You walk into one, he's like... Where am I? It's like, it's Quiznos. I'm like, oh my gosh. Uh, this is like <laughs> the Lost Ark. What the, <laughs> the, lo- the Covenant or something like that. I think um, we need to get you another cup of coffee. Cup of coffee. Yeah. So I think that's a pretty good sign. It's a, that's a sign that we should probably call it. Yeah. Any yeah. final thoughts on problem Williams or do you think we talked about I miss just him. about everything? I miss him. I miss him too. And you know what? He's never, he, he's going to be on film forever. 
Our yep. generations are going to watch him and they're going to love him. Yeah, my kids are definitely going to grow up watching Patch Adams. Yeah, and, man. Uh, Aladdin, Mrs. Doubtfire. It's those little moments that make a difference. And I think Robin Williams would agree on that. Cool. I want it to sound inspirational and then you're just <laughs> I like, don't. I don't know. I don't feel like inspirational is the way we end our podcast. It just seems so offbeat to be like, you can be whatever you want. I'm not so saying, that's all the time we have for I'm not, today. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying, look, you can be inspired by anything. <laughs> and, and, you know, Robin Moons was one of those things. Yeah. You know? Take yeah. that what you will. Um, what was the thing you said? Uh, like, seize the day? What's the, what's the phrase in Latin? Uh, carpe diem. Carpe seize diem? the day. Seize carpe the diem, day, guys. everyone. All right. And with all that being said, we will... Talk to you guys next time. Hope you enjoyed the episode. Um, if you're listening to us on Spotify, feel free to check out our YouTube channel to see the visual component that goes along with this episode. If you're on YouTube, our social media should be on the screen at this point. So give us a follow on Instagram or Twitter or both to keep up to date with our new episodes. And if you're feeling generous, maybe send us a donation on uh, on Patreon. And we will talk to you guys next time. Peace. Awesome. See ya.